Almost a weekend and you don't know what to do Or you just need something fun to listen to Southside Pod! Yes, we're on the Southside air Pod. And the gang's all here, all things on the Southside We're listening to the Southside Pod Looking for the best Southside breweries Or you might just need an awesome place to eat Green, Blue Island, Beverly, pay listen, all sub to your tuned in to the Southside Pod. Southside Pod! Oak Lawn, Midlothian, Oak Forest, Chicago Ridge, Flossmore, and Bridgeview, you're listening to Southside Pod! Bring your pontoon boat up against my pier and crack open a beer. It's Southside Pod, 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb. It is the Lake Cottage edition as I've taken a week off. We've got a good show planned. I've got some great stuff for you. It's all brought to you by Tom Walsh, your financial advisor with Edward Jones, located right there on the corner. You can't miss him, 111th and Kedzie. Tom handles my money. He handles Bill's money. He would handle Mike's money if Mike wasn't too lazy. His phone number is right there on the logo for the show, but I'll give it to you here as well, 773-779-0023. Reach out to him today. Because the boys are not here and because it was hard to interview people on the South Side when I was nowhere near it, I decided to go back and find some really good stuff since the beginning with Southside Pod. It's not a best of show per se. It's actually a very informative show. The great thing about podcasts, you can go back and listen to anything that we do. Anywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. You can listen to the old shows and they still have great stuff in them. They've got restaurant reviews and brewery tours and interesting guests that live right in your neighborhood. We're going to give you a taste of that this week. We're going to kick it off with a beer tour that we did between a couple of breweries. Mike and myself, we brought the wives out and we went to Horse Thief Hollow and Open Outcry. And that kicks off this episode of Southside Pod. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. We're going to do a couple of breweries. We're bouncing around the south side. It's nice to actually see you out. It's nice to be out, Chris. I don't get out much. It's about it's about time you did something. So once a year, this is my this is my one for 2022. You play guitar like on uh, half the shows, and you show up for one thing that we do a year. Yep, that's good. So hey, I'm good until 2023. There you go. You're all set now. We have Marshall from Open Outcry. We're sitting here in Open Outcry at 109th and Western. They got the great rooftop during the summer and in the winter. For five bucks, you can rent out a cabin on the roof. And they'll deliver all your stuff up there, your food, your beer. The indoors is incredible. They actually have tables that have swings. And Marshall, you're one of the managers here. John Brand's been on the show before, but he told me, he's like, put Marshall on the show. Because Marshall started here as a busboy and now basically runs the place. Is that right? More or less, yeah. It's been a long journey. It doesn't feel like four years, but it's been roughly over that. Uh, I, yeah, I came right out of college. I was working here. Basically, just uh, I knew John through a relative of mine, and he was just I was looking for something to do. I was just looking for work, and this is three or four days right after they open. And he goes, yeah, we're drowning and stuff. I need someone to clean these dishes. And I go, I got nothing going on. I just started working. Um, 
turned 21, I got my bartending license, started serving, and then uh, late last year promoted me to uh, full-time manager. So now it's definitely climbing the ladder a lot faster than I planned on it, but it's been a ride and I've enjoyed every second of it. We tried January Effect, and first off, before I talk to Marshall about it, about what's in it, I want to know what your thoughts were on it, because to me, it felt like a beer that is perfect for the winter, but generally when you have like these winter ales, they have spices in them. I didn't taste any spice. So to me, it was perfect. It was like, we're going to do a winter beer, but without all the Christmas stuff in it. So you you know that I love winter beers, and I won't go on my, you know, two below rant on the on this one, but I love the winter. Oh, I don't want to, nobody wants to hear about how much you're angry that they changed the formula to two below. Just just, just talk about this beer. But I, lo- I love winter beers, and sometimes they're overwhelming. They're spice and just hits you in the face. This was a smooth one. It was, it was, it warms you up like a winter beer should, but it isn't like slapping you in the face. It was really tasty. It's a new one, right, Marshall? It's the first time you guys have done it? Yeah, we've never, this is our first take on a winter ale. Um, it was just something we had a lot of stouts on at the time and we wanted to diversify a little bit more. So we've done a couple of like, you know, insert month effect here. Like we'll have something, you know, in the summertime that's got a bit of more of a summer flavor, got more fruit to it. It's on the lighter side. This is the first time we've done it's similar to like a topple box style that was what we were going for uh and i think we achieved that pretty well it's got that flavor like you said it doesn't have a, an abundance on the extra flavor the spice it's kind of just got that core basics down pretty well great food they got a great rooftop they got an incredible indoor area a great big giant bar open outcry one of the best places here on the south side marshall you'll see him here pretty much every night you see him more than the owner like marshall's here every freaking night I mean, that's how you know John's doing it right. He doesn't have to be here every night because Marshall's here. Yeah. Pretty soon I won't have to do the podcast anymore, right? You'll just take over. Yeah, totally. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> we just bouncing around, me and Mike. We brought the wives out. We stopped in the Horse Thief Hollow. And uh, explain to me what your wife found on the menu and decided to buy what did what did she get at horse Thief? so my wife she she loves the southern food yeah um and there's lots of cajun stuff here but she went with the surf and turf right because that's what they do yeah and so then your wife went with the surf and turf too she said well if she's having it can i have the surf and turf so chris and i had crackers and water <laughs> right right and we're drinking beer that's what we're doing here at Horse Thief Hollow in Beverly, about 104th and Western, 105th and Western. Anyway, I'm having the uh, Delta Hurricane. This sucker's good. It's it's a stout. They don't really advertise it, I don't think, as a coffee stout, but I taste coffee in it. But it's not as heavy as what a coffee stout would be. It is a really solid stout. It's not really heavy. I think lately stouts that we try have bourbon barrels and, uh, you know, I mean, like, it gets crazy, and the ABVs get up to 12, 13, 14%. This one's nowhere near that. It's a nice, drinkable stout, and I would say it's one of the better ones right now available in all the breweries in Chicago. Yeah, so this this one, it's kind of classified as a milk stout, a sweeter milk stout, so not as dry, a little bit sweeter. Only 6.5%, 6.4% ABV, so you're not up in the 10 or 12 or 15 range. It's not one you're splitting among three or four people. You can drink it all yourself, Chris, and stumble home from here. I think that's what my plan is. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer. Let's order another 
about to happen in Chicago, I spent the last couple of days fending off my brother-in-law who's trying to get rid of a $150 ticket for Thursday. Yeah, Metallica's there. I don't know who else is there. We broke down the lineup when it came out a few months back. That's next. It's Southside Pod. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. What is, I want to see what the Lollapalooza 2022 lineup is. Metallica. I knew they were on it. Like I want to see how many like people here I know. all over again. Let's see how many people here that I know. Okay, what are you know. considering no? Heard of or can name one song? I can Okay, let's see here. Let's see. I'll go through them. Let's see if we can we'll see do you have you heard of them and can you name their song? Okay. Like their hit song. Hit song. Okay. All right, okay. Uh Metallica. Yes. I can name a billion songs and I'm going to do this. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, right. we know that one. Okay. Dua Lipa. Heard of her, and I can name one song. I can do that too. That one that she, levitating. Yeah, levitating. I'm levitating with the baby. Yeah, yeah. I, so I don't a, know if he's on there, but that counts. She's too. already been like accused of like stealing that song. Of course, some reggae band, right? And I've heard them side by Dua side. Lupa. She totally. Stole I couldn't that song. pick her out of a lineup. I have no idea what she looks like. <laughs> oh, she's 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 pretty. Is she? Yeah, she was like a okay. model who started okay. singing. Anyway, right? Okay, we know of her and know yeah, a song. Yeah. Okay. J Cole. He's thought, on the headline. Isn't that a shoe guy? I have no idea who this oh, is. Oh, that's Kenneth Cole. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who what J. Cole is. What are you wearing? The new J. Yeah, Cole? Yeah, the new J. Cole. Where'd you get that sweatshirt? Over at J. Yeah. Cole's? Old guys. I had, I had J. Cole's cash and we, I paid for it. We've now reached the point in Wait, the program. Wait, number three? We don't know? Yeah, he's the third name on there. Somehow in front of Green Day. Oh, well, that makes sense. What? Like, are oh, you kidding? Oh, that's my parents' music. Green Day can play every song in their library and be done in an hour and a half. Well, yeah, they're two-minute long songs. I mean, they could go through everything, right. I would think. Okay, But the kids still think it's parents' music, right? Right. It's novel that they're there. Right. Those are the four that are right up at the top. By the, the way, think about this. And we, we only with- know, we we know two of them well. One of them, we know, I know that she's pretty. Yeah. You've never, you can't even pick her out of a lineup. And we know one song. Green Day was popular, well, let's say, 90, 1992. Right, maybe their album first came out. Yeah, all the way through. So all let's the way just through say about 92, 2001, which is 2002. what thirty years ago. Right. Let's just say we went to in Lollapalooza, like say ninety four. That's like seeing a band from nineteen sixty four playing. That'd be like the Hollies or some random like band from the sixties playing Lollapalooza to these kids nowadays. Yeah, which is so weird. By the way, special guest James Addiction going to be there. I don't think they're going to play. It says special the guest. The fact that they say special guest. Yeah, maybe they're not playing. They're just going to come out so they can feel right. good about themselves? Yeah, they're just going to have some slam poetry session. I never liked them very Showing much. your support to Ukraine. I was never a big Jane's Addiction fan. I love fan. Jane's. I, I, okay. I've seen them multiple times. All right. I think they're great. Let's get to the next line okay. here. Okay. But he runs the festival, so why yeah. wouldn't they do Of course. Doja Cat. Heard of her. I've heard of her. Then we have Machine Gun Kelly. I'm familiar. I've seen them open for Limp Biscuit. So Machine Gun Kelly was a rapper. Married to Megan Fox. Is he, He's not married yet, but he's... Hmm. 
He's hit, he's hitting. He's hitting that. He's hitting <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. His music sucks, but I got mad respect for There's him. There's one Megan song Fox. that was pretty good. I thought. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. He was a rapper who tried to get into a rap battle with Eminem. Oh. And they were doing diss tracks, and oh, he yeah. gave and up Eminem on rap and started doing. Down. He started doing pop songs because he couldn't right. beat Eminem. That's, who, that's who how can? I remember him. Okay. Lil Baby. Is that different than Duh Baby? Uh, there's a lot of babies out there. I don't know him. Kygo. I've heard of Kygo. That's a. I thought that was a tiger's name. <laughs> Isn't that like a tiger from a Disney movie? Glass Animals, I've heard they have one song. I've heard it on Q101. The Kid Lardy. The Kid Leroy. 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 You like him. You I don't know. know. I don't like him. I know right. I know a song, but I can't name it. Right. Big Sean. I don't know if I remember him. I don't know. I don't know who that is. I'm, now I'm looking through it, and I feel like if I read out these names, I'm only on the third line. Jasmine Sullivan. Get a better name. That's that doesn't like, even sound like, cool. No, that's like... You're, how does Jasmine Sullivan end up... Right. You know, I mean, like, you got somebody Who's called... Who's excited Do- for Jasmine Sullivan? You got a Sullivan. Dua Lipa, a right. Doja Cat, and MGK. then Jasmine Sullivan? Like, that the doesn't Irish, even look good on a t-shirt. The, she's the Irish Jasmine? Like, what is that? This is doesn't awful. make any sense. Uh, Don Tolliver. No idea. Again, is that Jasmine's stepson? Right. I don't know who any of these people are. And we used to be in the music industry. I know. Somewhat, I don't know any. Right? Of, I'm, I don't even want to read the My rest of the name. My favorite name, and I'll always remember it, is the last name on the list because I think he, I haven't even looked him up, but I just I don't want to ruin it. Bucky Cheds. Bucky Cheds. I want to see. Think, yeah. I don't know who Bucky Cheds Bucky is, but Cheds. I take the name. Right. Bring me some Bucky Cheds. That sounds like um something you'd get at the Brat Stop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give hey, me a. I'll give, take a spotted cow. And give me a side of them Bucky Cheds. Give me a, give me a basket of Bucky Cheds. <laughs> You want them smothered and covered? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. OMG. OMG. It's the SSP. It's the SSP. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. It's the Southside Pod. It's the Southside Pod. One of the cool things that they have up here at the Lake Cottage, and I, I enjoy it. My folks have a shower that has a seat in it. Like, it looks like a low shelf, but it's really a place for me to sit down after I've had one too many Miller lights floating on the pontoon boat. And I've decided that sitting in the shower is so relaxing, and I don't need to. One day I may have to. You may have somebody in your home that needs a sit-down shower or something around the home to help them get around. Maybe it's not in your home, maybe it's your parents. You want to keep them independent. Independence is key. Nobody wants to leave their home or have to have somebody follow them around all day just saying, watch out for this, watch out for that. Hyatt Home Medical Equipment in Evergreen Park has everything. They can retrofit the bathroom, the bathtub, the shower. They can put ramps into the home and chairs that run up the stairs electronically. They have everything you need for diabetes control. They have oxygen tanks. They also have those CPAP machines and an awesome room or two in the back of their big giant showroom to test out equipment. They're local. They're south side. They're there when you need them and they work with your insurance. They're going to get every penny they can to help you out. Plus, they're going to take off money if you mention Southside Pod when you stop in. 3518 West 95th Street or reach out to them. Look them up online. HHME.com. Hyatt Home Medical Equipment. We've had a first occur here on Southside Pod. Actually, a first for the broadcast basement on-demand radio network, which also has Socks in the Basement, the EP podcast, and many, many more. And we have interviewed on some of those shows some elected officials and those running for office, Republican and Democrat. We don't care. We're interested in what's going on locally and what affects you and us. And for the first time ever, a candidate for something 
ran and won after being on Southside Pod. You would think that would be a disadvantage of some sorts. Eric Carlson actually won the Republican primary for the U.S. House of Representatives for District 1. He's out of Lamont, but that covers in a weird shape all kinds of areas that listen to Southside Pod. It kind of stretches around to Blue Island, and then it goes up along the, the lakefront into the city. It's insane what that district looks like. Eric thought so as well, and he came down to the 9-foot homemade oak bar, and he answered some questions. Because he won, and only because he won, I kind of want to play a little bit of the interview right here, because it's kind of cool that a guy that was on the show actually won something. Take a listen. Why run for this seat? It's been held for so long by just one guy. It's now going to cover a lot of Chicago suburbs and into the city. We'll get into what it looks like. The district is really weirdly drawn. But why did you want to do this? No, I, I mean, I've always said <laughs> that there are things going on that I don't like. I've just never taken that next step. And I, th I think a lot of people... Uh, and there's good people out there that might get into politics, but a lot of people look at it the same way is that they watch these people get their names dragged through the mud and all the stuff that gets thrown at them on a the campaign trail. And they just don't want to put themselves or their family through it, which is a shame, you know, because we're missing out on a lot of good people running for office that way. You know, it's one of those things I always think about because I had a radio career in alternative rock radio. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, somebody will find a Google of something I did like back when I was 20 years old now. I mean, I can I can only imagine the pressure you feel just going out there and deciding you want to run for public office. Just give me an idea a little bit about your background. I can tell by the shirt that you're a vet. So uh, you serve this country. I want to say thank you for that right off the bat. But where did you serve? How long did you serve? Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, I did five years overall with the Army, uh, three years active, and then a couple years with the Reserves. I served with 3rd Ranger Battalion out of Fort Benning, Georgia, which is part of Special Operations Command. It's the great, greatest bunch of guys you'll ever, uh, you know, and this is a big thing. If on my website, there's a, there's a page, uh, a link to the top, and it says, Are We Really Divided? And it's pictures of, from the Korean and Vietnam War, of black and white veterans, black and white soldiers, Marines, helping each other that are wounded at the time. And the reason I put those pictures up on the page is because if you think about what was going on in the United States at that time, in the early 50s through the 60s, and the difference of how black and whites got along compared to the divisiveness that's being, you know, slung at us every day from the media and from a lot of left politicians, there's a lot of right politicians that... that kind of pick up on it, you know, that you get that pendulum swinging the other way. But I think the divisiveness that the left brings into it is really what's breaking this country apart. And we're not that divided. Uh, you know, it's the, the people in this country, especially in the Midwest, in the Chicago area, we're all basically conservative, whether, whether people know it or not. The one thing that drives me nuts, and I think it probably drives most people insane, and I think people on both sides of the political spectrum, I, mean, I will tell you this, we have a complete mix here that sits at this bar at the nine foot homemade oak bar, the guys that you hear on, on Southside pod. Okay. And we've had conversations before. And I think one of the things that pops up all the time between the three of us, when we sit around and we talk about it is one of the more annoying things is watching everybody vote based upon party. So the idea that you get elected or whoever gets elected into this congressional seat and all the other ones that get elected, then go to Washington DC 
and their party tells them you're voting yes on these six things, you're voting no on these things, and it doesn't matter what you believe in or what the people from your district believe in, you just have to follow party. And both sides do it. The Republicans and the Democrats both do that right now, and it may be one of the worst parts about government because when I was a kid and I learned how this worked, this is not how it worked. And I don't remember it working this way when I was younger. But now at almost 45 years old, I watch how this works, and it's very different. You get elected, and essentially all you are is a bullet in the gun for the leadership of the entire country instead of looking out for your own district. So how do you combat that? And even if you are elected and you 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 do this almost seemingly impossible task and you, you get elected as a Republican, how do you avoid not having to vote along with whatever the party wants? Well, that's pretty easy. Uh, that goes back to the opening. You know, I'm I'm a ranger. Right. I'm from the South Side. I'm not worried about anybody. I I'm not beholden to anyone. I'm not taking any money and donations from anyone. So I'm not beholden to any businesses, any special interests. I can go there and like if you look at the Republican Party, uh, the Republicans are are figuring that they're going to win the House, which they're probably going to take the House back. But they're looking at putting Kevin McCarthy in as the leader. That is the worst choice you could possibly make. Number one, he's from California. I think people are sick of speakers from California. I lived in California for a couple of years. I don't think anybody out there should be in charge of anything. He is he is so weak. If you look at all the hand-wringing that he did about Nancy Pelosi, and everything, the man is not a leader, and he's not smart enough to be in that position. And I'll say that flat out, and I, I don't care where that gets me. I cannot win this district without, you know, you, like I said, you've got almost three quarters of the district votes Democrat. I cannot win this district without Democrat voters coming out and voting. Uh, switching, I don't want to even say switching sides. Like I said, I believe that most of the people in this area are conservative. They have conservative family values. They want school choice. They want safe neighborhoods. You've got to bring in Democratic voters because there's not enough Republican registered Republican voters inside of this district. So then your appeal to those voters to get them to vote for something that they don't normally vote for, because a lot of people just go in and go straight ticket, go with the color of the tie, go with the letter at the end of the name. So tell them, tell me and tell them who may be listening right now, why you are the person they should be going out and voting for. Uh, you've got you've got to get away from that voting for a D or for an R and, or having that. If somebody comes up and says they're a Democrat or a Republican and you have a knee jerk reaction to that just without actually knowing the person or what they stand for or the the values that they're bringing to, you know, to the campaign. Um, to vote for me, you're going to get someone, like I said, that's not beholden to anyone, that loves this country, that's doing it for the right reasons. The biggest things that I'm going there to do uh, is congressional reform, and that starts with term limits. You can't fix anything else in Washington without getting the career people out of there. A lot of people argue, they'll tell you that, well, we have term limits, it's called elections every two years. We all know that's not true. With all the big money that's being pumped in by social media units and stuff like that, where these, once these people get in there, Nancy, Bobby Rush for 30 years, Nancy Pelosi, all these people who make a career out of being there, that job was never meant to be a career. That job was never meant for people to go there and make literally hundreds of millions of dollars on insider trading and things like that. It has to come back to... Good people going there for a short term. And again, my term limits, uh, if you go to the website, it has a link to my YouTube channel. I've got 23 videos up right now. And I go uh, subject by subject, issue by issue. And I explain to people, they're each about 20 to 25 minutes long. I know that's a little long for some people, but I want people to know exactly where I stand on everything. It is now time for your Southside Pie Bulletin Board, brought to you by Cool Clouds Vapor Shop. Quitting smoking is hard. 
Cool Clouds wants to give you an alternative. They have a full taster bar plus some great CBD products. They've been around for years and they're locally owned and operated right here on the South Side. Stop in and see them 3837 West 95th Street or visit CoolCloudsVapor.com. Coming up very soon, an event in Blue Island, Socks in the Basement. Another podcast on the network going to be out at Blue Island Beer Company live podcast and a book signing the authors will be there who just wrote the book chili dog mvp all about dick allen and the 72 white Sox. the event is the 17th of july it kicks off at 12 30 the podcast i believe will start recording around 2 p.m last friday Southside pod socks in the basement and the ep podcast were right along 95th street for the Evergreen Park Independence Day Parade. All the audio, it's really fun, is available at theeppodcast.com. We also bumped into one of the twosome that make up Sid Sauce. This is a husband and wife who grow the peppers locally and then make delicious hot sauces. They keep coming up with more hot sauces for you to try. They're the only place I get my hot sauce from these days. They are building a website. That's what we found out about. But until that is completed, look them up on Facebook. They will deliver to your door. Punch in Sid Sauce on the search or put in at Sid and Rachel 75. That will take you to the page website to be launched soon. Make sure you get out this Friday night, the 8th of July to Papa Hops in Kennedy Park. The 8th annual tournament boasts 32 16-inch softball teams across three parks for one great cause, assisting local Southside families affected by cancer. They've raised over a half a million dollars so far and supported over 50 different families. If you missed them on Southside Pod last week, go back and check that out on demand and we will see you out there Friday night. If you or a loved one are recovering at home from an illness or hospitalization, suffering from dementia or Alzheimer's, living with a chronic health condition, Hibernian Home Care wants to help out. Locally owned and operated right here on the South Side by a registered nurse with over 25 years experience in health care, reach out through their website, see all they have to offer, HibernianHomeCareService.com or give Mary Murphy a call. Wonderful lady, very supportive of this podcast and those in the community. She does what she loves. Give her a call at 708-634-2450. If you have anything for the Southside Pod bulletin board, reach out, get us a message at southsidepod.com. You can type that in. You can leave us a voice message as well. Now, these are some old interviews, but a lot of you are new to Southside Pod and maybe have not worked your way all the way back to when we started. We're going to Crestwood. We're getting pizza as we visit Louisa's right here on Southside Pod. Southside Pod is out at Louisa's. This is at 14025 South Cicero in Crestwood. That's on Cicero, just south of Midlothian Turnpike. And I have two wonderful ladies that, while I've been getting the food here, which is incredible and I can't wait to talk about, uh, have given me some of the best stories. I've got stories about Italy I've gotten. It's been incredible to listen to. I didn't think that you were around for 40 years. 40 years this place has been around? 1981. So 81 this starts and it was your grandmother? My grandma and my mom. Okay. And and so when the, the whole thing gets started, was the idea that just going to be a small pizza place? Was it an Italian restaurant? What was the plan, Mom? Well, when we first opened, it was just that um, over there, the bar room. Okay. And it was small. And we, my mother always said, let's start small. Yeah. We want to start small and see how well we're accepted. And that's what we did. We opened, um, and it was just in that room over there. And, and it was very small. 
It was all yeah. just us working. The kids were little. We were little and working, cleaning off yeah. the tables. I said deep dish, and you corrected me right, right away that it's not. Explain that to me. Okay, it's not. Deep dish is usually very doughy, and our pizza is not doughy. It's a, it's a pan pizza. It's it's thinner. Here we always say it's, it's as thin as a thin crust. On the bottom. Yeah, it's just a little thicker on the sides because made in a, a frying pan. pan. And it's in a cast iron. Right. So it still has the cheese on the top of it. Oh, yeah. it the fresh Same. ingredients tomatoes, and tomatoes. Right. tomatoes right. And, and which again, another great story that we got before. Seriously, we could have done three south side pods <laughs> with these these two. Uh, the, your family had a tomato farm. Yes, in so, West, Hollandsby, West Virginia. So the idea is that, like, even the pizza, like the tomatoes and things like that, that could be used on the pizzas, you can them. And it's incredible. These are fresh tomatoes that are sitting on top of it. The ingredients are great, and you're right; it's thin on the bottom. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the crust, mm-hmm. you didn't skip on the crust. No, no. And it's got the sauce up on the top, and, but you don't skip on that. You don't skip on anything here. It's just not so big that you're going to have one piece and be like, I'm done. That's right. You know? It's not right. It doesn't. It was, a, what did he used to call it? A cheese pie or something where you get so much cheese on right. there and the, yeah. that you can hardly eat one piece. And so with this, no. you would order this and you would actually eat the pizza yeah. instead of having one slice and then saving it in your fridge. And for my mom days. always used to say, don't overdo anything. You you want to taste everything. You want to be able to yeah. taste the good cheese. crust, the good tomatoes, the cheese, the and what other ingredients. Don't overload it where you can't taste. It all tastes like one big blob of something. You can taste everything on our pizza. If I had to categorize this place, <laughs> how would you like me to categorize it? Because I, I look at it and I go, okay, family, small, cozy. I could bring my kids here, mm-hmm. but I could also have a date night here because mm-hmm. the lights are a little dim. Yeah, and we've got people proposing them here. Yeah. They come back after yeah. 20 years. I anniversary. They got engaged here. Table one. Table one's the engagement one. table. No, table one is the lovers. lovers. From day one. Thank you for listening to see what's happening on the Southside Pod. On the Southside Pod Join us again And be sure to tell a friend About the Southside Pod About the Southside Pod All things about The neighborhood we live in All things about The places that we go It's the best side of Chicago, the Southside Pond. It was very hard to tell the attractiveness of a person in the mask. Right. You could have everything going for yourself and the worst teeth in the world. Right. And you just keep that mask on. Post-COVID, there was a lot more ugly people in the world. <laughs> Somehow, it got uglier. Right. Because we forgot what they looked like. We forgot how ugly the world was. Yeah. I always imagine like those people that met... And they were always going on dates with them on. Yeah. And then, like, all of a sudden, like, the mask came off. Some of these people need full body masks. I have met people. (laughs) There are people that I met during COVID. Yeah. That I only saw them with a mask on when I was doing business. And the first time I saw them without it, I didn't recognize them. Do you think there's people, like, I know there's some religions, and I don't know what, what, I mean, I don't know anything about it, but, like, they see their wife's, like, face for the first time, like, on their wedding day. Do you think there's anything that's ever been like that? Well, I would imagine there's some funny moments where all of a sudden the guy just goes, whoa. I had no idea you had a bifurcated tongue. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that was a sentence said during COVID? (laughs) Because... Pre twenty twenty, never said. Never said that. Like, never said. You knew. You knew what they looked you like. You knew if their tongue looked you like knew. a snake's. <laughs>